Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I can't believe she's doing this, but she started no turning back now. Uh, I have no memories from elementary school with the exception of one teacher's arts and craft project. Uh, Disney movies are really, really dark, and I've got a micro-anxiety tip to help you get through your email. All that and more on today's show. You are an upsider, living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Monday, August 8th. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for the pictures, the frame, well, pictures and posters and memorabilia and stuff that uh, is up on the wall of the studio. It's been sitting in the corner because Callie is much better at, like, arranging and spacing things out than I am. And this weekend, she laid it all out on the floor, put it back up. And I can see the Paul McCartney one that fell down is back up. It fell down like four times. So I had to like extra reinforce it uh, with some extra command strips, but it's up. And, you know, I got to get out of my own head. Like, I feel like you're like this in certain ways um, with work stuff, but I always with home decor stuff, I'm like, okay, I can't start it unless... I'm like, it's completely done. And I know what I'm doing with the rest of the room. Like, I think Instagram uh, yeah. makes me think that people always do their homes and like, you know, one day and everything's done. First of all, that's expensive. It's, you know what? Yes. Um. So like, I just don't, you know what I mean? If I wanted to do this whole room the way that I wanted to, like, I don't know. I mean, I'm really happy well, that we did it, but I get in my own head of like, okay, if you're going to hang the pictures, then you have to do the You have to the put up the shelves. The you have to put the bookshelves up. Then I have to do the shelves. Then I have to buy the chairs. Then I, you know what I mean? It just, it's an Instagram thing, I think, or a social media thing where everybody has perfect homes at like this literal snap of a finger. Um, so yeah, I'm glad that we went ahead and did this. Um, I think it looks good and it's not finished yet, but you know. I feel like it only needs down there in the corner, like two more. Yeah. Pictures are like one bigger one right there. Yeah. And I have like a, um, I went, we went to the storage unit and got some of like my work memorabilia. Um, so I have a bunch of stuff that needs to be framed. I'll just, maybe I'll just get like a couple things framed and then, yeah, it'll be good. My name is Callie Dollar and I am grateful for the carpet in our house. It makes Ellie's, uh, donks falls it's just nice it may i didn't realize how how much we would appreciate having wall-to-wall carpet in the rooms that ellie plays in uh versus the hardwoods i don't think we haven't we haven't had wall-to-wall wall carpet in Mm-mm. i can't I, even remember i had it upstairs in the town home mm-hmm. in the bedroom right 
like in our first townhouse. Yeah. But that was it. Um, and Ellie plays hard. Like yeah. she plays hard. She likes to spin. She likes to pretend fall and stuff like that. Um, this weekend she actually did have a, We'll call it an accident. Like she bumped her head really hard. Well, she just, she fell and it was a perfect fall. She hit the, there's a, we have a cabinet right outside the the door to our bedroom and it's metal. And she hit the edge, the corner of the cabinet just so perfectly. I don't know how she did it. Neither Callie or I were looking at her when she stumbled, but you could see the line where she hit the corner perfectly. And I will say, shout out, Callie, to you for a parenting win, because we wanted to put ice on it. You could tell it was going to be, it was, I mean, it was, it was like one of those cartoon bumps. It was, yeah, it, it was, was a like, cartoon bump. Whoop. It was like immediately purple. Yeah. And so we got ice packs, but Ellie wanted nothing to do with it. And I think that, is this the first uh, donk that she's had on something that's required that we've been like, we need to put an ice pack on this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and Callie made it into a game to hold the ice pack against her head and Ellie's head. Like, so they were both doing it at the same time. And then we are counting to, to 10 mm-hmm. and we made it a game and Ellie got into the game and then she took the ice pack to all of her stuffed animals and held it on their head for 10 seconds. She's like llama head. Yeah. And then she would bring it and then she would bring it back to us and then we would do it and we would hold it on. So we probably got to put the ice pack on her head for only a couple minutes, 10 seconds at a time, but it worked. Yeah. Like the swelling went down and it, it looked much better the next day and everything. But I'm like, that's a, that was good thinking, Callie. Well done. So we hung the pictures in the studio, uh, or while we got started hanging the pictures in the studio, I took it upon myself to start hanging peel and stick wallpaper in Ellie's room. Now, I don't know if, if you've ever done peel and stick wallpaper before you're like, oof, that's probably the noise that you're making right now. If you haven't, it's harder than it sounds. We had extra from Ellie's nursery at our old house and it was so beautiful that I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do this myself. Now, I had a friend that installed it for me last time. So I've never done it before. Not just a friend. Not just a friend. She's an interior decorator person. Yeah. Who gifted you the installation of the peel and stick wallpaper like it's a baby gift. Mm -hmm. And she came over at least four times spending at least four hours each time. Mm -hmm. And some of those times you were helping her. Yeah. And the room was smaller. So this is a person who had done it multiple times before with help in a smaller room. And it took her probably 20 hours. Yeah. Now, how tall would you say the ceilings are? In this room? In this room. Yeah. They're the same height as Ellie's. Oh. Is that 12 foot? 12 foot ceilings? Oh, no. That's not 12 feet. That's like 20 feet. I mean, that is. This isn't 20 feet, is it? Heck yeah, it is. No, it's not. 20 feet is like an entryway in a rich person's home. I'm pretty sure. I mean, we might be rich. Look at these ceilings. They're. No, 20 feet is like. Oh my God, you're going to have to measure. Is there a tape measure up here? Yeah. This is. Go well, measure it. You don't even have to. This is, if I was standing on my own head, <laughs> it's 12 feet. I'm just under six feet tall. I'm 5'10". Okay, fine. We're not rich. We have 12 foot ceilings. <laughs> 20 <laughs> feet is like. I that you equate that with like 
I don't know. That's just funny. Yeah, like big fancy houses that have big fancy like chandeliers in the entryway. Those are like 20 mm-hmm. and 25 foot ceilings. Yeah. Okay, so I – Which Okay, now actually <laughs> I take that back about it only being r- rich people's house because the front of our house is – that's probably 20 feet. Got it. Okay. Because the staircase, when you walk right in our front door, the staircase is right there and like – the chandelier or the light or whatever is called is hanging from the top yeah. of the second floor over the door on the first floor, like over the stairs. Does that make sense? It's Yes, yeah. it does. And it's funny that you equate that with um, rich people because I was reading a Reddit thread the other day. I love browsing through Reddit and it was talking about things when you were younger that you would equate to people being rich. Like for me, it was like in-ground pools. Like if you had an in-ground pool, like you were definitely loaded. Oh yeah, same. That was that was the same for me. And for you, it's like high ceilings. Because like, yes, if you had high ceilings, you were like so rich. I mean, you don't know. You're like ten, but like that's the marker of a ten year old when it comes to rich people. I remember thinking um, when my friends from probably middle school had a ton of money because they had a toaster oven. Oh my gosh, I had the same thought because we never had a toaster oven, yeah. so that was like luxurious. Yeah. Um, luxurious. That sounded weird when I just said it, but you know what I mean? Anywho, back to the peel and stick. So I may have bit off more than I can chew, but I did start it and I've worked so hard on it. Like there's no going back now. And I would like to say, cause you brought up a point, Jeff, you're like, okay, what's the value of the time here? Maybe we should like try to find someone that one can do it faster. And you know, can you hire someone to do it? I have done so much research and I found people that install regular wallpaper, but I don't know that there's such a thing as people that install peel and stick wallpaper. Have you called the regular people wallpaper? Like do their do their ads or whatever say we don't do peel and stick? Like maybe they also do. Okay, no, and this is silly, but I feel like it's beneath them. Like I feel like people that know how to like, you know, do really because like installing wallpaper is really hard, right? So I feel like people that do that, like so it's a is skill. This. But I don't feel like this is a skill. I feel like the the peel and stick wallpaper, the whole thing is like you're supposed to be able to install it yourself. So I don't know. I Maybe think, I should call. I just feel silly calling and be like, "Hey, I know that you do really fancy stuff, but can you install my peel and stick wallpaper?" I w- I was making fun of Callie about this this weekend until she gave me the look that said, "Like, please stop making fun of me for this." Not because I don't think you're doing a good job or I'm not proud of you for taking on something new or whatever. I'm, I'm was making fun of you because it's such a Jeff dollar move to look at the biggest, most intimidating, most cumbersome project and try to take it on Mm -hmm. without fully thinking of the, of the time investment you need to make. So I was only making fun of you because I'm just happy. It's not me. But I'm the type of person who's like, you know what? Why are we going to pay, pay somebody to come paint this room? I can do it. And then I spend like four hours taping off all the trim and putting all the drop cloths down. And you're like, I go, hate this. I go to Home Depot. I buy all the stuff. I'm like, okay. And then within like 15 minutes, I spill, you know, paint on the rug or whatever. And I'm like, why am I j-? – and then four weeks later, it's still not done. Yeah. But everything's still taped yeah. off, but the tape is starting to lose adhesive, so it's like starting to crip. Yeah, that's totally me. So the only reason I'm making fun of you is because I you, know I may one. have bit off a lot. I will say though, it is really, really cathartic. Like something about having to like smooth out lines just 
it is so relaxing. And I thought by now I would be like, oh my gosh, I hate this, but I feel really like it's, I'm channeling some sort of peace. I don't know. It's great. Uh, also this weekend, we watched the movie Tangled, which is like, it's a Disney movie for sure. I don't know if it's like a Pixar movie or whatever, but it's definitely like a kid's movie. And I was floored by how dark it is. And I kind of feel guilty that we let Ellie watch it. Um, it's only the, the dark part about it is just the, uh, the last, what, five minutes of it, maybe 10. Cause it's the story of Rapunzel. Oh, you missed the beginning. Oh, the be- you missed the beginning. Oh, okay. So the beginning of it, spoiler alert, if you haven't it's, seen um, this movie. Well, it's Rapunzel. It's the story of Rapunzel, right? Well, yeah. And it, but if you haven't seen this version of it, like it, it's like 10 years old, maybe longer, but in the beginning, the whole thing starts out with a baby being kidnapped. That is so. But isn't that the story of Rapunzel? Well, I guess. I didn't remember that. Maybe my parents cut that out of the book or something because I didn't remember that. I just remembered like girls stuck in a tower. She had pretty blonde hair, which is, you know, I liked. But I did not remember that. So in the beginning, there's a baby that gets kidnapped, which is like terrifying. And these parents are like grieving and sad and whatever. And then at the end, someone is like the main character, whatever, is about to be put to death. Like the per, the love interest guy. He gets stabbed. Well, he and he gets stabbed. It's a little intense. Oh, yeah. He was about to be executed for a crime. Yes. Then, he's, then he ends up getting stabbed while rescuing the heroine. And then after that, the little salamander dude uh, trips the, the main kid, Rapunzel's mom. And she dies. She like falls over a ledge. Out of the tower. And is is that like, I mean, it's the story and it's no different than those other like. But it's like terrifying. I mean, I thought, and, and granted this movie, I think was like from like 2012. So maybe Disney has like, you know, come around, but even our movies like Lion King, terrifying. Beauty and the Beast, terrifying. Finding Nemo. I'm not scared of it. I don't think Finding Nemo is that scary. I don't know why. Finding Nemo is about a kid who gets lost from his- I know, but- Separated from his parents. It's a little different because he's a fish. Hmm. Oh, okay. That makes sense. You know what I mean? Like you don't have to see- But when you think of all like the, the, like those old fairy tales, like the old, like, what was it? The um, Brothers Grimm or whatever. Brothers Grimm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's like Little Red Riding Hood. I'll huff and I'll, or uh, Little Red Riding Hood is um, the wolf's going to eat her, the big bad wolf. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, and then um, huff and a puff, and I'll blow your house down. The three, three little, little pigs. pigs. Like all of those things are horrifying. But for whatever reason, I never processed it as horrifying <laughs> as a child. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, no, that's well, yes, but also I was terrified of Lion King as a child. Like I, I still have to cover my eyes. When the dad thing happens, and then I can watch the rest of it because I, I love be honest, I've never seen Lion King. <gasps> seen the Broadway play. It's a classic. It's so good. I'm not I mean, going to see it now. I'm scared. Best movie ever. My friend was showing me pictures. Wait, of- I have one more thing from this weekend. Oh, okay. Sorry. I could, after I said on Friday's show that I was feeling disconnected from Callie, um, I could, she never said this, and she never did anything like she never said, I'm going to make today all about you. But um, I know that you made Saturday all about me. I did. And it was very sweet. 
Do you feel loved? Do you feel a little more connected? I never felt not loved. I just felt like both of us were just burning the candle at both ends, yeah. right? I felt as both of us had so much just stuff going on that we were just disconnected. But um, normally, uh, like our morning routine is pretty is pretty typical, but Callie knows that that I would, in a perfect day, like on a perfect Saturday, I would love to get up if the weather is permitting. Mm-hmm. I would love to, to get up and go for a walk with Ellie and the dogs and Callie. And like, we all take a family walk. And so I got out of bed on Saturday morning. Callie had already gotten up and I came downstairs and she's like, do you want to go for a walk? And we put the leashes on the dogs. We went for a walk with Ellie. And that was really sweet. And then um, we did the stuff in the office, you know, hung the pictures in the office. And then Callie went to do her her wallpaper stuff. And then uh, at night, I was like, I don't feel like cooking tonight. Can, can we go out? And Callie's like, sure. And I, because my favorite restaurant right now is not Callie's favorite restaurant. Like I, there's a Mexican spot near us. Oh, no, really I like. really like it. I just don't always feel like going out. Well, and you a lot of and now, especially now that you're like not drinking, so like margaritas aren't yeah. an option, and yeah. you're trying to eat healthier, so cheese dip and not Mexican food. Me. Yeah. Uh, so I threw out like three choices, and there was not even a, well, you know, whatever. And she just goes, Mexican's fine, and then we went out to Mexican, and so uh, I thought it was really sweet that you did that. So thank you. No. I hope you feel a little more connected now. Yeah, but I cheese, was, cheese dip is the pathway to my heart. Cheese dip is Jeff's love language. Yeah. I was uh, talking to a friend and she was showing me pictures of like her kid going back to school and pictures of the classroom or whatever. I got so excited because I feel like, you know what? When I was in elementary school, I was living large. Like elementary school to me, and I know not everyone has this experience, was like, Amazing. It was so fun. Then I started thinking about like the little things that I liked in the classroom. Cause one of the things in the pictures, which is one of my favorite things is like the weather board where you like change the weather and the date every day. Okay. And then like different people get to do that every day. Okay. And then the Unifix cubes. Did you have Unifix cubes? I don't think so. That you brought that up. That does not seem at all familiar to me. I think that I'm going to order some. Okay. For and keep them at my desk because I think they're like a de-stressor. Like you can build things out of them. They're used for counting, I think. Okay. But the texture of them, like, oh my gosh, it just brings me so much joy. So I think I'm going to buy them as an adult because that's how much I love them. And I'm going to be really sad if they don't live up to them. I was trying to remember. To I was trying to remember, like, because Kelly's like, what are your favorite things about elementary school? I'm going to ask you during the the when we record the podcast, and I. Don't like the only vivid, vivid memory I have from elementary school is a teacher that we had. Her name was Miss Pasek, and she had really, really long fingernails, mm-hmm. and she was very proud of them. Like that was her brand, like the long fingernails. Yeah, probably like always manicured. And I think she painted them like really bright colors. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. but outside of her classroom, she had, I think they're homonyms. If you're a, if you're an elementary English teacher and I just got that wrong, I'm sorry. But they're words that are pronounced the same but are spelled differently and have different meanings, like pear, mm-hmm. like pear of the fruit, pear, your iPhone. Pair of boots. Yeah. 
uh, pair, you know, whatever. P-A-R-E is a pair, right? Mm-hmm. That probably wouldn't come up in elementary school, but like pear, pear. And it was a pear tree with an with bunches of pears that all had like homonyms mm-hmm. on it. I don't know why, but it was in the hall. I don't know why I remember that so clearly, but I remember that tree. But as far as specific toys, I remember the parachute in gym class. Oh, yeah. Solid choice. Solid choice. I remember something else about gym. Like, I think like the tumbling stuff, like when they would throw the mats down. Oh, yeah. Like, I think I remember that. And then the other thing I remember is um, because weather was so wonky where I grew up in upstate New York that in the spring, when it was the first like proper spring day, like we would be allowed to take our, like teachers would say, we're going to have class outside. Ooh, that's a good day. And I'd always remember that. But I don't remember like, I remember a ton of stuff about middle school. Kind of remember high school. I remember the friends, like the friendship stuff in high school, but I really don't have any. That makes me so sad. I am so excited to like vicariously live through, you know, like friends and and Ellie going to school so I can see all the stuff that they get to do. It's so fun. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for your next comedian here at Ellie's Comedy Club. You're going to love this guy. Welcome to the stage, Dad. Ellie broke the law the other day. I don't even think she realized it. It's not her fault, but I put her down for her nap in her crib, and she had no interest in sleeping. So after that went on for about 10 minutes, she was charged with... Resisting arrest, failure to nap. Have a joke for Ellie's Comedy Club? Have a comment on something we've talked about or an idea for the show? Call or text Callie and Jeff, 800-434-5454. I have been on an awesome health journey the past couple of months. And it started when I was like, I feel like something's off. I don't know what it is. I don't know why, but I don't feel like myself. And I ordered a women's health Everly Well test. Now, if you've been experiencing symptoms and you don't know where to start, Everly Well is committed to listening and supporting your journey towards better health and wellness. The Everly Well women's health test measures 11 biomarkers known to play a role in your overall health and wellness and checks for any abnormal levels that may be keeping you from feeling your best. Then you can take the results of your Everly Well test to your doctor and say, hey, here's what I found out. And it is so cool. They have over 30 at-home lab tests and you'll be able to choose the test that makes the most sense for you to get the answers you need, like the women's health test or the food sensitivity test. Everly Well ships products straight to you with everything you need in one package. To take your at-home lab test, simply collect your sample and use the included prepaid shipping label to mail your test back to a certified lab. Your physician reviewed results get sent to your phone or device in just days. Over 1 million people have trusted Everlywell to support their health and wellness goals, and you should too. You can also get vitamins and supplements from them to continue your journey of feeling like the best you. 
For Upside listeners, Everly Well is offering a special discount of 20% off an at-home lab test at everlywell.com slash upside. That's everlywell.com slash upside for 20% off your next at-home lab test. Everlywell.com slash upside. Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. How well would you take care of your car if you knew it needed service, even if you didn't know exactly what was wrong with it, you would find an expert, you would figure out what's wrong with your car, and you would get it back running perfectly. Think of your mental health that's way, that way. You might not know exactly what's going on up there, under the hood, so to speak. You might just know that something seems off. This could be something that you've been dealing with your entire life, or it could be something that's new, that's been triggered by the crazy events of the past few years, a new type of stress, a new anxiety, a new inability to sleep. Talk to a professional therapist. Give your mind and your body the same comfort and the same care that you would give your car. I went to therapy. It changed my life. I am a huge advocate, and I want to see you have the same exact experience. Upside listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash Upside. BetterHelp Online Therapy will get you in front of a therapist, even if it's just via chat. You don't even have to be on video if you don't want to within days, and you can get 10% off your first month. BetterHelp.com slash Upside. That's B E T T E R H E L P dot com slash upside. When I find a product that I love, I latch on hard. I have been a Rothy's customer for years, a paying customer of Rothy's for years. Here's a couple of things that I love about them. One, they are incredibly comfortable. You can take them out of the box, put them on your feet and go about your day. You will totally forget that you're wearing brand new flats because they're that comfortable. No rubbing, no discomfort, none of that other stuff that usually comes with flats and Teachers, I am looking at you because you're going back to school and you're going to be on your feet. You're going to be chasing kids around. You want to be comfortable. Maybe you also want to be cute. Rothy's are both. And the best part is you can wear them for a long day. You can sweat in them. They can start to smell. And guess what? You can machine wash them. I machine wash mine all the time. People Magazine named the point the best flat for their first ever style awards. They're so cute. That's what drug me into Rothy's, right? But my favorite style is the loafer style. And they're really cute. They can dress up jeans. And again, they're really comfortable. The best part of Rothy's is everything they make is better for the planet. They've repurposed millions of single-use plastic bottles into their signature thread that goes into every single one of their products. And that is why I'm super proud to spend my money with Rothy's. Step up your shoes and accessories this summer and get ready to be asked, are those Rothy's? Plus, get $20 off your first purchase at rothys.com slash upside. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash upside. We appreciate our Upside partners, and we appreciate you for supporting them. For more information on any advertiser on the Upside, visit CallieAndJeff.com. Dane Cook was in the news last week because he forced everybody who read the news story about him to do math in their head. And, <laughs> yeah. And, 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 and probably go, ooh, oh. He is... Currently 50 years old, right? Mm-hmm. He just got engaged to a 23-year-old woman. Mm-hmm. So good for him. Whatever. Wonderful. Like if that's if that's your person, age ain't nothing but a number. Good for you, sir. Except in every article was the statement that they had been together for five years. 
Which <laughs> which means when he was 45, <sighs> like when they met, she was 17 or 18. And he was, in, and then that part of it is like, you know what, like just it, really, because I immediately did the math. I mean, that was like the first thing that <laughs> I, I did when I saw the article. And, you know, again, like age, whatever. But you do, I can't, you do, you do you. You do you. I can't imagine you being attracted to an 18 year old right now. Well, <laughs> the, the thing that's just, the, the, it's funny about that. I mean, funny or however you want to look at it, gross, whatever word you want to use to describe it. Interesting. Interesting about that is just when you're 17 or 18 years old, the things that you're stressed about involve like the homecoming dance, getting accepted to mm -hmm. college, uh, you know, Becky always asking you to cover shifts at P.F. Chang's, but never picking up any of yours. Right. Those are the things, you know what I mean? Like mom and dad telling you that if you uh, don't get a job or go to college, they're going to stop paying the insurance on your car. Well, like even those are like the things that, and so when she calls him at that age and he's in his mid forties and says, oh my God, I had the worst day. Oh, you know, what's wrong? Like, and 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 she's like, I, I don't know. I lost my job at Jamba Juice. <laughs> like, what is? Oh my gosh! It just yeah, yeah. But anyway, I don't even, even at twenty. I also think about like myself at twenty three. I you know I know a lot of people get married young and like know what they're doing. I was a like hot mess when I was twenty three. Yeah, I don't have the age. Even I don't the age of her getting married is. Whatever, but that's not what I want to talk about. That was ju that just reminded me of something that I learned about Dane Cook recently. Okay. So I probably shouldn't have like set it up that way because now people who didn't know the engagement story are going to be like, "Oh, he's creepy" or whatever. But okay, wait, disregard. Before that. we get to the story, he's a comedian, right? Yeah. And okay. An, and an actor. Okay. So maybe like ten. I don't know when. This happened, but he's up and coming. Mm -hmm. He's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. He calls his brother up and he's like, his brother was like a um, prison guard okay. at the time. He calls his brother up and he's like, I want to hire you basically to be my business manager and handle everything. He's like, I'll figure out, like, I'll make sure you get paid the same amount that you're getting paid now mm -hmm. and more. Um, but things are just, and this is like 25 years ago. Yeah. Things are just going really, really well for me. And I don't have time to pay my bills and do that side of like, make sure that people are paying me what they promised me, yeah. all that stuff. I don't have time to do it. And his brother's like, yeah, I'll do it. So for his entire career, Dane Cook's brother has been his business manager. Yeah. And I don't know the exact timing of this story. So this It happened years and years and years ago. But at some point, Dane Cook, who I believe is from Massachusetts or somewhere in the Northeast, decides to move to Los Angeles full-time mm -hmm. to pursue his entertainment career. And he moves out there. He gets settled in. He starts networking with people. He starts meeting people. And um, he meets somebody who's a, like a business manager for – actors and comedians mm -hmm. and stuff. So he calls his brother up and he says to his brother, hey, at the start of next year, I want to have 
this person is taking over my business stuff. I'm going to find a different role for you. You're still going to be on my payroll. You're still going to make salary. Like maybe you'll be in charge of merchandise, maybe whatever. But just start getting everything in order for this new business manager. His brother says, yeah, no problem. Starts doing it. And then, but the, the new business manager doesn't get any files, doesn't get any emails, doesn't get any FedExes. So it goes on for a few months where Dane's brother is like, yeah, I'm taking care of it. Dane's telling the business manager, yeah, he's just busy. Turns out Dane Cook's brother stole every penny that he ever <gasps> made. Every penny. His brother? Millions. Oh, my God. Millions and millions. His brother's in jail now. <gasps> what? And I think his sister-in-law. His I think his brother's wife was in on it, too. They're in, at least the brother, I, mean, I don't know if he's in jail now, but he went to jail for fraud. all this financial fraud, stole his entire brother's net worth with the exception of, and Dane Cook has made millions, mm -hmm. with the exception of a couple hundred thousand dollars that were like invested into the stock market yeah, because his brother's name wasn't attached to it. Like, yeah. so he had no way to access it. But every dollar that his brother had access to, he, he stole. And uh, the wildest part about the story is years after it happened, or some period of time after it happened, uh, Dane Cook gets a phone call from, like, one of the police investigators or F whoever investigates those types of crimes. Mm -hmm. And they're like, well we got some good news for you. And Dane's like, okay. They're like, we found $800,000 in cash in the wall of your <gasps> brother's home. Oh my God. So he's like, he just squirreled it away. How, okay. If somebody like, did that to me, I would never trust anyone ever again. Right. I would have like the biggest trust issues ever. Cause, right. Cause first of all, it happened. Second of all, it's your blood. Right. Like, it's someone that you're supposed to trust, well, I, with your life, I guess, but oh my God. I have so many more oh. questions about it. It was it was a podcast interview. I don't even know. I wish I remembered what show, because it, it wasn't, I wasn't actually listening to the podcast. Mm -hmm. It came up like on an Instagram story or something, yeah. or maybe a TikTok, where it was just a clip of the podcast. And uh, it was so fascinating like it listening to him tell the story broke my heart that's horrible yeah so uh now i feel bad for 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 like starting the thing off going oh he's got a 23 year old girlfriend or fiance now like and being like nah, and then saying this but took it out. so anyways <laughs> yeah that they, was a that was a long journey wasn't it it is, it is micro anxiety Monday, Jeff Dollar. What you got? I am I the only, do you have one or is it I don't just have me? one. It's oh, just you. Pressure is on. This might pertain more to to work stuff, and maybe I'm just way behind. Maybe everybody already does this, but all of the email that that I use is Gmail based, mm -hmm. and so that includes like I've had a Gmail email address forever, but also our work email for like 1022 and even for Callie and Jeff are, are all 
rooted in Gmail. So they all have this feature that allows you to pause your inbox. And I never really started, I never really, I never used it. And I started dabbling with it a couple months ago. And now I just have it set up to a schedule so that all of my emails kind of come in bulk at once, twice a day, because just the way my brain works, I, if there's emails in my email box, I'm like, oh, I got to answer these, you know? So if I log and and like I mentioned last week, historically I've used my email, my inbox as like a to-do list, which just involves me rescheduling and re-putting emails back in. It's just, it, it, it was a terrible thing. Uh, so when I moved from using my email as a to-do list to having like a different method, then combining that with the pause inbox thing, it just makes, it is, it has made a huge efficiency improvement in so it's under existence. settings in Gmail. Do you know what it's called? It's called pause inbox. Oh, it's in, okay. For Gmail, it's in the upper left-hand corner, but I think they have the same thing. I know they, I think they have it. I know they have it for Outlook because I used to, I, we had Outlook at my last job mm-hmm. and it was a feature there. But if you've never messed around with it, it's worth trying. And if you're panicked, because my reason I would never try it is I'm like, oh, what if an urgent email comes in? Right. Guess what? Those don't exist. That's true. If something's urgent, it's a text message. If something's really urgent, it's a phone call. Here are today's three random things. My first random thing is there's a list from Lysol about the germiest hotspots in the office. I would like to preface this story by saying, um, or this random thing by saying, wash your hands. <laughs> right. That's it. Because all of these are preventable if people would just wash their hands. Okay. Um, okay, here they are. Do you want to guess or do you want me to read them to you? Um, I know what one of them is going to be because I read it a gazillion years ago and have never used this device the same way. Okay. Uh, elevator buttons. Elevator buttons. That is true. I still have one of those like things on my keychain. This little you know? elevator button pokers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, entrance areas, coffee machine handles, refrigerator. Doors. I never would have thought of that. The coffee pot. Handle in the break room. Or we just, at our job, we have like the um, the buttons. Like I bet those buttons are so nasty. Anything. <laughs> because you don't, nobody thinks to clean that. <laughs> um, refrigerator doors, kitchen sink taps and handles, door handles. Um, and then your keyboard and mouse, telephone, share with printers, like the conference room. <laughs> the buttons on a copy. Do you think the last time is the conference room chairs that have been nice on Lysol? That's a good point. That is nasty. Think, think of, um, if you have, um, like don't most offices have like network printers mm-hmm. where like you print something and then you go pick it up down the hall, mm-hmm. all the buttons, and those things, if you have to like make copies mm-hmm. or uh, nobody wipes, nobody cleans that. Nobody. Like the bathrooms that. every night get cleaned. Right. Sometimes in the middle of the day, they also get cleaned. Yeah. The butt, the candle to the coffee pot. That makes me just like so nauseous even thinking about it. I'm just like going to work 24 seven clubs in the office and wash your hands, people. Uh, your second random thing is from Hagendas. They say, that if you have ice cream at your house, uh, 
when you take it out of the freezer, just let it sit on the counter before you touch it for exactly two minutes because that allows uncovered to open it. Mm -hmm. Just leave it on your counter for just two minutes, which allows it to reach a more full and rich consistency and flavor. I do that anyway. Then spoon it into your bowl and leave it for two more minutes. Then eat it. I do that anyways, especially with like um, like yasso bars and stuff like that. Yeah. If you leave it out for one minute, it's like the perfect texture and yeah. you're not like, you know, I don't know. I hate biting into things that are really, really frozen. Like you can't enjoy the flavor. And your third random thing is I know that I joke around and we all joke around about saying I'm going to burn my house down over a roach, a bug. Maybe it's a nasty spider. Maybe you're an unfortunate person that had a snake in your house and I'm sorry, but a survey says that a third of Americans would think about burning down their house because of bugs. Yeah. Depends on the level of infestation, but I'd be like, yeah, it could be an option. I mean, really gross. Um, 52% of people can have considered moving because of bugs. And of those 52%, 69% of those people actually picked up and moved because they're like, this house is too buggy. I'm out. No, no, sir. And those are your three random things. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Most people learn about The Upside from their friends. Please tell everyone you know about this podcast so the amazing Upside community can continue to grow. We have mentioned on the show several times that one Sadie Dollar is on a diet as recommended by her veterinarian. I can tell you what her veterinarian would not want her eating, and that would be the leftover, uh, what are those, the Swiss cake rolls and the Doritos that we left in the studio over the weekend. Um, We we do a really good job of, in the kitchen, if there is food left out, putting it to the center of, of the island because Sadie since she's been on her diet has become a little bit more of a crowd surfer or counter surfer. She's a counter surfer. So we move everything away from, from the edge to, to remove temptation. Did not do that in the, in this, in the studio with, with some cool ranch Doritos and Swiss cake rolls. So I came up, uh, Friday night cause we did that or no, th- I guess it would have been Thursday night mm-hmm. cause we recorded that episode on Thursday and it looked like the room looked like the remnants of a sleepover with a bunch of 12 year olds. Cause there are cool ranch Dorito bags on the floor, little individual bags. There's the Swiss cake roll things on the floor. There's Sadie is now protesting us, telling the story about her. She is, she's like, you guys are so rude. You don't need to tell my friends that I was licking cellophane. Hey, happy Friday, listening to today's episode about the Swiss cake rolls. And no, I totally disagree with you. Unpopular opinion here. They are the best. Oh my gosh, we still buy those today. So I don't think those have gone anywhere. And just a little secret, they are so much better if you put them in the refrigerator. um, And then that way the chocolate doesn't stick to the wrapper. So that's a game changer. Try them again. Put them in the refrigerator and let them get a little bit cold and then eat one. Oh, they are the best. I love them. No, they can't go away. Um, But I'm with you on the Cool Range Doritos. Those seem to get better and better. Um, And those two are always in our, not always in our house, 
but we buy them frequently, I would say. And can't wait to get to Publix. I haven't tried the Tillamook ice cream, so I will this week. All right. Have a great weekend. Bye. I was just listening to Friday's episode, and y'all were talking about Zoe's Kitchen and saying all the ones around you closed and how good the chocolate cookies are. Um, I just want to let you know I work at Emory University, and there is a Zoe's Kitchen in Emory Village. So I don't know how far that is from y'all, like North Rude Hills area, um, but it's very good. So head it up if you need some chocolate chip cookies. Bye. Hi, it's Kathy. You mentioned Zoe's Kitchen. Oh my goodness, those chocolate chunk cookies were my absolute favorite. My self-reward, I loved them, and I missed them so much. Um, another, almost as good, is Mellow Mushrooms chocolate chunk cookies. You got to try one. But be sure to save one for me. Love you guys. Bye. I've reached the last years of my, I'll be so glad when. I'll be so glad when they're out of diapers. I'll be so glad when they start school. I'll be so glad when they're out of school. I'll be so glad when this, when that. I wasted so much time on that. I'm not trying to be that old wise woman giving you advice, but if I could tell you one thing, don't postpone joy. Find your joy in what's happening today, because that's where it lies.